Hello world and welcome to Podcast in A Minor, where I bring you the weird little songs I write and then give you the stories behind them. Weird stories, creepy stories, funny stories, whatever the world gives us in all its glorious mystery. And now for today's opening song. Welcome to Podcast in A Minor. I'm Amy Zollers, a poet and an artist, and I am in one of my moods. You just heard Jenny Daguerreotype on the Daisy Rock, Rock Candy, Electric Guitar in Silver Sparkle. And Happy New Year to you! This is the first episode of 2023, and let's talk about that Fortean phenomenon, the Lightning Daguerreotype. But first... I'll read you an excerpt from Advice Column from my poetry collection, Electrified Corset. Advice Column. Lightning daguerreotype. Dear Ms. Frantic, well, it turns out Mother was right. One shouldn't bathe with the shades up. Climbing out of the tub, I thought better of it and wandered over to the bay window in the bedroom to close the drapes and conceal my charms. As the Lord would have it, A flash of lightning blazed up then and there, and, just like it was the Middle Ages or some racket, etched my nude form on the windowpane. Judgment. And to add cataclysm to ill stars, my sixth-floor bedroom faces a courtyard full of goggle-eyed city apartments. Poo! Say, this could be my inn with that bewitching, lanky artist two floors down. The question is... Do I present him with the alluring lightning daguerreotype or use it to launch my own fame? I'm not very arty, but I got style coming out of my ears. Yours, Jenny Daguerreotype. Dear Jenny, he sounds dreamy. You know, that's just the way Anita Pallenberg started out reeling, Ms. Frantic. And that's the end of that segment. The epistolary poem goes on, of course, with another two or three letters, and you can read those in Electrified Corset Poems by Amy Zollers, available now on Amazon. Link in show notes. And now, on to lightning daguerreotypes. I read a story similar to Jenny Daguerreotypes in an issue of Fortean Times, and in truth, 
I was probably in the bathtub when I read it. This was in Texas, where the bathtub was my poetry office for reading it and writing it, and bizarrely, there was a window of clear, unfrosted glass right beside it. And the houses were about three feet apart, and it being a neighborhood in progress, construction people were walking right by fairly often. Thankfully, it came equipped with blinds that I mindfully kept closed, even when I wanted to watch the rainfall. Forty and Times, if you didn't know, is a fun magazine from the United Kingdom that details Fortean phenomena while maintaining its sparkling sense of humor. What are Fortean phenomena? I present you Charles Hoy Fort, 1874 to 1932. Oh no, just sparking my superstitious curiosity that when someone is born exactly 100 years before I was, will I die exactly 100 years after they did? 2032 seems a little soon for me. Okay, morbid segment concluded. Anyway, Charles Fort collected stories of the strange and unusual. Rains of frogs or fish or meat and such. Weird flying objects, unknown creatures, faces in tortillas, and so forth. You might hear them called Fortiana or Fortian events. And his books have wonderful titles. The Book of the Damned, low exclamation point. Wild Talents, New Lands. And you can find them collected into one volume on Amazon.com. Just pop it into your cart next to Electrified Corset. <laughs> anyway, Forty and Times, the magazine, was a huge comfort read in that confusing Texas chapter of my life. Nothing ever against Texas. It was all extraneous circumstances. In fact, a couple of things our part of North Texas had going for it. Recycled books in the town of Denton. A donut shop on nearly every corner. We'd come from a university town with a weird, let's say, Fortean dearth of donut shops. And Fortean Times on the magazine stands at Barnes & Noble. Never in my life had I wandered into my nearest bookstore to find that excellent periodical reliably present. What a gift. Just when I needed it most of all. I can find 40 in times at the Barnes & Noble on the plaza in Kansas City, usually, but it's always two months behind. And I only notice this at Christmas, which is when we go, or when I've been closely monitoring new issues in my 40 in times app. And this is sometimes the way it is with magazines from overseas, two months behind. Also, you can subscribe to receive paper copies of 40 in Times in your mailbox, even in the U.S., but it costs around 90 bucks a year. And more importantly, the magnificent coffee mug with the cartoon of the Loch Ness Monster having tea at a table with the words for tea and times, emphasis on tea, the beverage, in his dialogue balloon, is only available to UK subscribers. Damn, what a mug. Examples of the holiday spirit of which Fortean Times is capable are these wintertime covers, The Dark Side of Gingerbread Houses, Uncovering the Grim, two M's, Origin of a Festive Tradition, and Ghost Stories for Christmas, Huzzah, Dear to My Heart, See That Bonus Episode from Christmas Eve, Podcast in A Minor. The January 2017 issue of Fortean Times shows the cover story, The Mask of Krampus, from folklore to film, The Dark Side of Christmas is Back. And on page 40, we find the article, The Face in the Window, Windowpane Ghosts and Lightning Daguerreotypes. 
The story gives numerous examples of faces mysteriously imprinted on window panes in the 19th and early 20th centuries. Several, in a phenomenon the writer, Chris Woodyard, calls Ohio's fenestral flap. Fenestral, if you weren't aware, here means relating to a window. Fun fact, fenster is the German word for window, and feriastra is the Romanian word for window. And that does it for my linguistic insights, as those are my other two languages, although I am only fluent in English. Indeed, as I was saying, Ohio experienced a lot of faces on window panes in 1871. Woodyard cites Charles Fort's theory explaining the appearances of crosses and death's heads on windows in Europe during the Franco-Prussian War in 1872, that because spirit photography had become so popular, perhaps the human imagination could affect a photographic plate. Yes. Now you're talking. That is the kind of mystery and wonder I want from this world. The imagination affecting the photographic plate. Now, onward, let us recall the daguerreotypes. They were an early form of photography invented in 1839, in which an image was made on a silver-plated copper sheet by way of exposure to light and mercury vapor. Then the image was chemically treated to prevent light sensitivity and sealed behind glass to preserve it. Ambrotypes, which replaced the daguerreotype process in the 1850s or so, printed the image onto glass itself, which might make lightning ambrotypes a more accurate term, but daguerreotype sounds so cool. So, the windowpane ghosts of the Fortean Times article refer to faces of the dead spontaneously appearing on window glass, perhaps to signal that they had been murdered, or to fulfill a promise to visit from beyond the grave if they could. People who witnessed the images could often recognize the faces as someone they had known. They were distinct from, quote, several rods away, end quote. The faces caused a stir, certainly, and those who attempted to scrub them away with chemicals were unsuccessful. Now, if you Google lightning daguerreotype, you can find good retellings of these stories of the faces of dead on windows. I recommend Magster, M-A-G-Z-S-T-E-R dot com, link in show notes, which is the Chris Woodyard article from Fortean Times, verbatim. And for atmosphere, I recommend a little wordpress.com blog called Mrs. Daffodil Digresses, which provides a post titled The Mysterious Face in the Window, 1872. Scientific American deals with the subject in an article called Daguerreotypes by Lightning, but it is only a very short summary of several people being struck by lightning and later finding perfect images of nearby cows, horseshoes, or felled trees imprinted on their bodies. Fortean, but not windowpane ghosts. The lightning daguerreotypes of the Fortean Times article refer to the idea that as stated in the poem advice column, an image might appear on the window glass as the result of a lightning strike acting as a light source for an unplanned photograph. The story behind today's song appears exactly as I will read it from Fortean Times right after I provide you with a short alternate version of Jenny Daguerreotype. Dear Ms. Frantic Mother you shouldn't bathe with the window shades off, no more. 
could fold them on the glass window, a very public photo. On Star Cross, Jenny Daguerreotype, Courtyard And the alternate ending on the Daisy Rock Plumburst Acoustic Electric. I also like the idea of I'm the lit up Jenny Daguerreotype front page news for an ending. And now... Chris Woodyard's retelling of A Courtyard Muse in the article The Face in the Window, Windowpane Ghosts, and Lightning Daguerreotypes in Fortean Times Magazine, January 2017. Section title is Lightning and Electricity. A titillating story from Illinois was very like the celebrated startled bather image in the Sexton House, Russellville, Kentucky. It, too, was time-specific and introduced the lightning daguerreotype explanation for these images. Kankakee, Illinois, May 16th, at certain hours of the day, especially at 9 o'clock in the morning and just before sundown, appears the exact reproduction of a nude woman upon a pane of glass in a dwelling of this city. The woman bears a close resemblance to a former occupant of the dwelling, Neighbors and numerous other Kankakeans who have become much interested in the phenomenon have an explanation of their own. They believe it to be the photograph taken by a flash of lightning. It is thought that sometime, probably during a storm, a woman in a state of nature had become frightened, came from her sleeping room to draw the blinds, and a flash of lightning photographed her form upon the glass. The picture was discovered a week ago when a young man sitting in a house nearly opposite observed what he thought was the reflection on the windowpane of a woman bathing in the house in question. Supposing that a mirror reflected the form, he called to his sister and, pointing to the singular sight, requested her to run across the street and tell the woman to pull down the blinds. The young woman ran across the street, rapped upon the door, and was surprised to see the only woman in the house appear fully dressed. Being informed of the figure in the window, the woman was surprised and said no one had taken a bath that day. An investigation followed. Sure enough, there in the glass was the figure of a naked woman, and it could not be washed out. Window images were also called ghostographs, lightning daguerreotypes, and electric photography. Theories about the phenomenon varied. Some discounted the reports as urban legends, while others looked for scientific explanations, iridescence or flaws in the glass, the sun acting as developer, or lightning-created photographs. It has been suggested that the images were merely photographic glass plates reused as window panes, although I have only found one reference to the practice from 1928. Others perceive the images as warnings or spiritualist visitations, as in the case of an outbreak in 1887 in Bracken County, Kentucky. The variety of images, animals, people, President Lincoln, a young girl, a lion, the number 22, rainbows, and a landscape, recalled the events of Milan, Ohio in 1871 and were thought to predict some terrible event. 
Now, the first part of that section that I have read is from a newspaper article cited as uh, Daily Illinois State Journal, Springfield, 18th of May, 1897, page 1. So, the last part is cited as Columbus, Georgia, Daily Inquirer, 7th of July, 1887, page 7. That was the um, explanations of the ghostographs. So, blessing. And thank you for joining me for that box of delights. Seriously, what a wonderful world with its lightning daguerreotypes and ghostographs. Check out Amy Zoller's art dot com still in its infancy but with a few examples of artwork and important handy links to my email youtube instagram and etsy shop in the top right corner i aim to figure out the blog feature once i get my laptop situation squared away i'm waiting for the arrival of a new one so enjoy your january january can be tough sometimes i love it this january for me though has been challenging but I am absolutely restored by a good lightning daguerreotype story. See you next time. Musta, musta, the Encyclopedia Neurotica. It's my rule in the plan. I must, and I must.